What's up, Keymakers? It's Bradley G. Smith with another podcast for Keymaker Nation. And today we're going to talk about funnel building being like camping and hiking. You wake up, drive 30 minutes to work as an employee at your nine to five, which you hate. And all you can think about at work is providing for your family, starting your business, moving it forward, changing the world, and in the process, living the life of freedom and fulfillment you've always imagined. This podcast helps you transition from employee to entrepreneur. My name is Bradley G. Smith, and welcome to the Keymaker Nation podcast. Um, okay, so this episode's a little bit different than normal. You see I'm uh, recording at my desk, and I'm looking at uh, show notes over here on this side. And... Um, so yeah, uh, this is Sunday night into Monday morning. Uh, I won't always be able to record an episode in the car, uh, which is one of my favorite things to do because the lighting is great and um, I'm sort of limited in time to uh, my distance between point A and point B wherever I'm driving. Um, but right now everybody's in bed, so I'm trying to be a little bit more quiet as well and, and conscientious of that. So um, anyways, I wanted to talk about this particular episode being like camping and hiking, uh, funnel building, how funnel building is like camping and hiking. And so, um, guys, I started, I started, um, uh, so I'm sort of thinking about this in particular because I just went camping and did a little bit of hiking with my son this weekend. And, uh, me and him went with a couple of other of my buddies and their, uh, sons. And, um, we found a, a nice little spot here in Indiana, um, uh, down in Brent in the Brown County area here in Indiana, beautiful uh, location. And I had never been to this campground before, but, um, I started thinking, you know, like since I got to spend some good quality time with him and, uh, doing camping this weekend, I started thinking about, um, how camping and hiking apply to funnel building. And, um, the best way I could think of it is that, um, when you first go camping, I, I'm, I'm, let me equate this to uh, my first uh, really long experience uh, camping and hiking. And so um, for those of you uh, who may have heard in one of my recent episodes, I was talking about an experience that I had where uh, I went hiking with, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think here, maybe about nine or 10 other guys. We went out to Utah and uh, we went through Perea Canyon and it took us seven days to get through there. And um, we all, the, the only way we could uh, get in, we, we basically started at the drop-off point. We all had our um, hiking backpacks and were loaded up and ready to go. We had all of our gear, all of our clothes and all of our water. And we just set in and we went for seven days um, to the exit point, which was uh, the park station that we were, um, the, where we checked in at. So, uh, we went to a drop-off point and then we traveled for seven days and, and, um, we were all, you know, we basically stopped at this point where, um, was the, the, the park station that we checked in at. So, um, if any of you have ever been camping or hiking, multiple times you sort of you sort of get into this thing where you're camping and hiking and you sort of um on your camping trips you sort of think um man that camping trip was okay 
Um, but I want to have a better experience next time, right? Maybe something wasn't quite right. Maybe you were really uncomfortable with something. Maybe your tent didn't hold up. Maybe your sleeping bag was uncomfortable. You didn't have a warm enough sleeping bag. Maybe the ground was too hard that you slept on. So you, st- you end up um, starting to um, think through, like, how can I make my experience a little bit better? And um, over the course of time, you end up getting uh, better hiking boots. And uh, maybe you went straight for, um, you know, you skipped just the hiking boots and you went for the waterproof hiking boots. And so that was a little bit of a way to make it sh- make it so that if you walk through water, your, your feet weren't soaking wet. Um, but instead now you, you still got really good hiking shoes on, but your feet are, you know, waterproof now and your socks aren't soaking wet. Um, but then maybe you've gone over some rough terrain and you thought, man, the next time I go over this sort of rough terrain, I need a little bit more stability. So you get hiking poles. And, um, when I went through the Perea Canyon, those hiking poles were crucial because you were, you would find yourself on, um, the side of rock faces, not, I mean, not, not like super crazy rock faces, but you're going over lots of rocky terrain the entire time. You're in a Canyon part of the way. And sometimes even just being able to lean on the hiking poles is very beneficial and helpful as you're hiking. And so you get hiking poles and that upgrades your experience. And then, um, you know, then you're not wearing your regular, uh, sneaker socks. Instead, you're wearing these super special cotton wool socks that also wick water. So if they do get wet, they dry really quickly. Um, but you're wearing these wool socks just in case it's cold at night, um, or you need, um, some comfort in your shoes. And so you get these upgraded socks and then, Um, then you, you know, you initially had a tent and the tent that you had was like a family tent where you just go to a campground and you set up your tent, but then, you know, you knew you were going to be hiking. And so you needed to be able to carry a tent that was big enough for you, but also light enough that wasn't going to weigh you down through your entire hiking experience. So you get this really nice tent that's maybe weighs less than 10 pounds and can fit right into your backpack. And, um, you know, I, I also mentioned the sleeping bag, right? The sleeping bag, you know, maybe you have a summer sleeping bag at first and then you, you say, okay, I want to sleep in colder and colder weathers, uh, in colder and colder weather. And so you get an upgrade to your sleeping bag. That's like down filled, uh, sleeping bag that, you know, you can get into and zip it up like a cocoon. And the only thing that can show is your face. And then you can even cinch sack the, you know, the, the opening to your, uh, sleeping bag, um, right up, right up near your face. And, um, I'm, I gotta pause the TV in the background here. It's a little bit, uh, it just unpaused for me, but then also, um, you know, so you got a really good sleeping bag and then maybe you had a backpack, but instead of carrying like a normal, backpack that you would think of, you went out and got a really nice hiking backpack where it has all these little compartments and now you can attach carabiners to it. And, uh, from there you can hang a sleeping pad. And from there you can also hang a bunch of water bottles off of your carabiners. And then also you you've discovered these things called cinch sacks, which allow you to put a bunch of clothes in and then tighten them all down so that they all fit into your bag real easily. So anyways, I'm giving you all these upgrades that I've sort of experienced over time that I experienced in the uh, Perea Canyon as we were hiking through there. I got a lot of advice from um, fellow uh, hikers who had already taken the trip. And I had even done a little bit of camping and hiking before that. 
And each one of these little things that I mentioned was a small but slight uh, upgrade, but a noticeable improvement. And that's what I sort of wanted to talk about how fun, what funnel building, how funnel building is like camping and hiking. And so just how, um, you know, getting your, your upgraded socks from your regular sneaker socks or your athletic socks to these really nice wool socks that wick water, that's how learning to build funnels is, right? It's, it's sort of this, like the same process. Um, how you would, you know, build your, you would just go ahead and build your sales copy. And then you realize, you know what, I can get a lot more if I tweak this headline or, you know what, in this particular instance, um, my landing page has to be a generic landing page. It can't represent my brand until they get to a certain point in the funnel. And so at the more you play with funnels, the more you realize, um, you can make small tweaks that also are noticeable improvements, but you won't ever know them until you take action on them. And so just like you would never fully understand the upgrades that I mentioned, unless you had experienced um, the time before where you were miserable because you didn't have a sleeping pad. Now you have a sleeping pad or you're miserable because you had to lug around this big tent that was only for two, but now you got this really nice tent that's super light and super easy to set up. So you don't really know those things until you actually attempt them and you don't know the upgrades until you actually experienced the previous version of those, um, those particular pieces of equipment. It's the same for funnel building. You don't really know, um, good copy until you've had an experienced copywriter. You don't really know how to get your integrations exactly right until you failed getting your integrations right. You don't know um, how to um, set up your payment processor. You don't know how to um, build a lead magnet or a, um, or a um, pre-sale page, right? So you, these are all sort of things that you learn. You didn't realize that you could build a, um, an offer wall at the end of the thank, at the end of the thank you process for your funnel that also introduces them to some of your other funnels, right? That can age and ascend the relationship of your uh, prospect up the value ladder that you have in your business. So these are all little tweaks that you can make to your funnels that are also that also bring noticeable improvement into your funnels and the experience that you give uh, your prospects as you're um, helping guide them you're helping educate them you're helping nurture them but you're also selling them with your solution um, you're you're helping fix their problems you're helping them identify their solution and and leading them to your solutions and ultimately, later on down the um, later on down the line, leading them into your other funnels. But um, camping and hiking are sort of like funnel building, and funnel building is sort of like camping and hiking because of these small but noticeable improvements. So that's all I got for today's episode. Um, camping uh, this weekend with my son uh, made me start thinking about how uh, it relates to funnel building and what I do in my business. All right, guys, uh, hope some of that was helpful and uh, figure out in your sales, hopefully you can figure out in your sales funnels where you can make small but noticeable improvements. And uh, if you want the biggest cheat sheet um, for doing that, I don't have a, a lead magnet together for that yet. I'm still working on that piece of my business, but I can direct you to somebody else who has a really good uh, blueprint for this. And this is... Um, 
the dot-com secrets book by Russell Brunson and the expert secrets book by Russell Brunson. Both of those books <clears throat> are amazing and I would highly recommend them. They basically uh, lay out the process of funnel building um, and uh, they give away the, the key pieces that you need in order to make sure your sales funnels are correct and accurate for your clients. So um, you can either uh, pick up your free copies of those books with free plus shipping, or uh, you can reach out to me and I'll be happy to uh, have a conversation with you. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Hey, guys, don't forget to join me in the Keymaker Nation private Facebook group. If you're listening to the podcast via iTunes, please rate and review. And if you're listening via YouTube, don't forget to thumbs up and subscribe. And as always, thanks for listening.